Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to <laughs> <laughs> This one's staying. <laughs> this one is a hundred percent staying. <laughs> I cannot, dude. Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, welcome back everybody. <laughs> Oh boy! So sorry, this... guys. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be a little inside joke here. Uh, so, <laughs> good lord. Anyway, hi guys. Welcome back to another episode of Whiskey Wine and Nonsense. My name is Gary, and that's Ashley. <laughs> No, it's not. This is perfect. This is 100% who we are. This is so bad. This is Ashley. Uh, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, third time's a charm today. That's, that is the name of this episode because nothing seems to be working properly. <laughs> according to one of the hosts. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> oh no uh, Ashley how's your week going mm. yeah mm. It's, that, it's, it's it's been a week it's been a week oh, yeah, how's yeah. yours uh, it's the end of the month so work's been kind of crazy yeah but so wait, you have to you, what strip on the side right yeah <laughs> on the side <laughs> of the bed until I money. get into it yeah exactly you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Gary, oh. hey! Yeah, so this is, we're having a great time today. Great time. What are you drinking? Uh, Jack Daniels. You gotta, you gotta up your collection. I do. I'm not very eclectic. You gotta get you some Macallan. Macallan's good. Fancy. Is it, is it though? I think it is. It is. I'll give you that. What are you drinking today, Ash? I'm having my, uh, I still have my bottle from a couple weeks ago, so menage a trois. <laughs> You've menage a trois about three times. <laughs> um, I think I had pillars, too. Or four? Maybe. Maybe. I like menage a trois. It's wicked good. Okay. Wicked. Is it like a pinot, or is it? No, it's a red blend. Okay. I enjoy red blends more than just straight like Pinot or whatever. Yeah, I can't do Pinot. No way. So I've been on this weird kick of Altoids. What do you I, I know I'm like 150 years old. But that? Or you're like a 15-year-old boy getting ready to make out again. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like it, it, I don't know if it's the crunch or if it's like the mint or if it's just the can. It's it's just they can yeah I mean they come in a tin I guess tin not can whatever fuck god damn it it's the same shit might as well just get some halls and call it a day I'm not a huge fan of halls no no they don't do it for me mm. so today's episode <laughs> let's let's cut right into it I'm not even gonna beat around the bush we had some homework to do. And Garrett failed at his homework. I failed at my homework because I forgot. I'm and an A student still. You're an A student because you did it 30 minutes ago. 
It doesn't matter. <laughs> I still did my you homework. Were, you were literally in class. The teacher was like, pass up your homework, and you copied off the person behind you. I would never copy anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd so, probably read something and be like, wow, this sucks. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I never had like the smart kids behind me. They were always in front of me, so I was like, "God damn it!" Like, can't copy off you. I don't. Um, I don't think I. Yeah, I never copied off anybody. Yeah. I did. I will say like one little tidbit story I had. <clears throat> this was a. Uh, it was back in my studies of war class, and. Were you studying war? We had to war? do some project, and I had to work with two girls. I really didn't talk to these two girls, and I worked. On one side of the project, they they were friends, so they worked on the other side. Yeah. They didn't really talk to me. So the day that they presented, I was out. So I came in the next day, and my teacher's like, uh, you need to present your project. I was like, well, what about the other two girls? They're like, oh, they did the other day. And I was like, I'm not standing up in front of the class looking like an <laughs> asshole presenting my side of the project. Like, they didn't work on with, with me at all. He was like, fine, I was going to give you an A, but I'll give you a B and call it a day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know what might as Didn't well have take to it. stand up in front of the class though heck no heck no so here's another fun tidbit of gary in high school uh so i played two sports i played basketball and i played baseball and was it my freshman year yeah i think it was my freshman year of high school i walked into my history class miss marciano wherever you are shout out to miss marciano um <laughs> Yeah, she she was out for about half of the semester, or at least half of the year. And she the first day, she was like, if you play any sports, write them down. We're doing, like, icebreakers. Write your name, your nickname if you want one, whatever. So wrote my stuff down, wrote down that I played basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm. And I kid you not, I did nothing that class. I was the laziest student that she could have ever have had. And I pass with a B plus. Oh my god! <laughs> because I played sports. That's terrible. <laughs> it's awful. I learned nothing in that class, but I still passed it. That's terrible. So. My favorite class in high school was English. <sighs> I loved not, it. Not well, even like, going to that. I love I love reading, and so like, and I'm I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a wicked fast reader. Okay. So like. You know, my teacher would be like, oh, you know, you have to read like two, you know, two or three books a month for this class. I'd be reading six or seven. And the students are like, like, how are you doing this? And it's just like, I actually enjoy reading. Yeah. So to me, it's so easy just to finish a book in a day. Right. No, I get that. That's I mean, I'm not a fast reader. I like reading, but I'm not fast at all. Like my brain takes time to fucking compensate, not compensate. (laughs) (laughs) jesus it takes time for yeah exactly it takes time for my brain to actually like like learn what i was reading um but english was one of my worst subjects oh no yeah i loved english like so when i was in junior high school my teacher so we had 180 days of school my teacher was literally out 150 of those days Oh my. So we didn't really get along at all because I was like, she's not here. Why do I have to, like, why do I have to participate? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just one of those things. Like, you're not here. I don't want to be here. That's that. It kind of carried into high school. So, my 
my English teacher my freshman year was the shit. Mr. Kearsley was my guy. Like, I absolutely, I learned so much from him. And I went from Mr. Kearsley, I can't even remember my second year teacher's name. That's how bad it was. And she was awful. I hated her. She hated me. Whatever. My uh, junior year, loved my English teacher. I had two English teachers that year because they split it. Mm. Um, loved both of them. They were super cool. And then my senior year, I had the same teacher I had for my sophomore year. <laughs> so I skipped so many of those classes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was, I was, a, bad, I was a bad kid. So what's uh, the subject for today now that we've yeah, gone on a school now, tangent? Now that we went about uh, 10 minutes into this tangent. Um, so today is about life. life. Life and how it's perceived. So the homework this past week or two um, <laughs> was to watch a movie that I saw called Alien Code. Um basic storyline is they found the satellite they wanted it decoded they thought it was helping from the future whatever and come to find out it's these interdimensional beings that are trying to get their way into our dimension to watch us at the end of the movie there's like a seven minute dialogue between the main character and an interdimensional being and it's kind of where this story goes so the biggest thing that i took from that let, let me ask you this actually because sure. you watched it what was the one thing that like popped into your head that you were like this is cool um i only watched five minutes of the movie <laughs> i know <laughs> But like that, like it, it, like the whole movie doesn't even matter. The movie itself was awful. I didn't enjoy. Oh, I enjoyed it, but it was like the acting was not very good. It was very much a B movie. But so that, the part that you wanted me to watch. Yep. Which, which I feel like everybody can have this discussion, but yeah. it's the perception of reality, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, at least the little snippet that I got. But it's like. When you perceive something, so you perceive your desk, your chair, your dog, is that your actual reality? Is that happening because it's something tangible? You can touch it? Yep. Or your perception is that, you know, yeah. I don't even know the word, um, <laughs> figmented? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. It's just kind of a figment of your imagination. Yeah, a figment of your imagination that it's that good yeah. that it's really there. It's not just that it's your figment of imagination. It's just us as human beings, um, which I thought that was cool. But the one that I liked the most, or at least the part that I liked the most of that whole conversation was the guy said, and I'm just kind of not quoting directly, but it was along the lines of if we have this linear time of our life from zero to 90, you know, or zero to a hundred. That's years? how we go along life. Mm -hmm. And 
regardless of the fact it takes us a hundred years to learn something. If we and then once, what? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, just giving it a round number. Yeah. So, it takes us a hundred years to learn something to figure it out, but once we die, and somebody else is born in our place, or we we're born again, whatever you believe, um, it starts over. So, in a sense, to me at least, it's like, how does this one thing that we you know continuously learn over and over and over and over and over and over again happen but we can't understand it i mean this is like goes into this like super deep combo no 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 i know that's that's kind of why i like <laughs> but, that subject i was like holy crap but it's like if if you know if there is an afterlife and you're repeatedly born going through the same thing. Yep. But like, it, it all depends because almost if you're born into a different family or a different mm -hmm. country, things of that nature. Cause yeah. then we're going to go talking to the nurture versus nature, you of know, course. conversation. But if there is, say you're okay. Say for, you know, and I hypothesis that you have the same family, you have the same life, same everything. You're just repeatedly born over and over again, and yeah. then you die. So rinse and repeat, right? Yep. What mis are you asking, like, not to make the same mistakes? Well, that's kind of what it gets into is, like, do you if, you, if you have the knowledge of right now, do you go back? And, you know, you can't interact with yourself, like physically, you can't talk mm -hmm. to yourself, but would you write yourself a note just saying like, this is going to happen. Like, there's no way around it. This is going to happen. Get ready for it. Whatever. X, Y, Z. Absolutely. I would, because it's like the theory of like, when you lose, when you lose somebody, would you want it at least to get to say goodbye or would you want to happen you know, just like that. You never got to say goodbye. So I would absolutely leave myself as much as I possibly could. Okay. I mean, I, I would absolutely do it the same way too. And, you know, it kind of goes further into details of like, would you tell yourself the bad stuff that happens? Would you, you know, give yourself financial gain? Would you be like, on this day, Powerball is going to be, you know, a hundred and or one trillion dollars like these are the numbers play them well i wouldn't change my exact path but i would change you know people that i've met or relationships that i've been in okay you know things like that um i th honestly think that there's people again people are controversial subject ish but i feel like people come into your life and they're from your before life. Okay. I hands down feel like that. I can see that. And you don't know why. They just feel familiar. You know? No, but I, you don't you don't know what they were course. to you in your before life, so you can't go back. Right. No, no, no. I, I get that. I get that fully. <laughs> I mean, that's... 
So I also saw another thing kind of going on that topic was, you know, you walk into a room like you've died. You've passed Mm -hmm. away. You walk into a room and you got three buttons in front of you. The first button says respawn. And you could be right back where you were. Right. The second one Mm -hmm. says restart. You could go all the way back to the beginning of your life and relive the whole thing over again, knowing what you already know. Mm-hmm. And the last one, it says move uh, next level, meaning you can do whatever you, whatever is you're doing. You're like you want to go to the next level. You want to see what's further beyond. Now, I, yeah, I, exactly. That's, that's tough, but in my present life, I probably want to restart. Okay. Like restart from from birth, you'd be okay with that. It would be hard, yeah, because I I, you know, didn't have an easy childhood. But right. if if what I know now into the woman that I've become, and I would be able to avoid some of the things that I've dealt with in my life, yeah, I'd want to restart. As long as Marley's with me. <laughs> <laughs> as long as I can find Marley. My Marley's my dog. <laughs> what? <laughs> but no, I mean, I think, you know, going back to what you said, you know, trying to live or, or at least say goodbyes one more time. I think I would restart. And everybody that I was like, I don't even want to say like an asshole too, but like. I didn't spend enough time with. Yeah. I would definitely do that more. Like oh my, God, my yeah. grandmother, grandfather, my grandparents in general, you know, my nieces, my nephews, I would a hundred percent just be so friggin' attentive. And mm. even even my mom and dad, like I was an asshole to my mom. Uh, like yeah. I'm just gonna be straight up when I when I turned eighteen, like I was an asshole to my mom, and I don't know how she did it. So, props to you, Mama Mama Dukes. <laughs> well, you know, just because you can't correct the past doesn't mean it's going to affect your future. You no, can absolutely. always change who you are today, this very minute. You can reach out to somebody and and say, "Hey, I miss you," or "Hey, I love you," or "Hey, I'm so ap- appreciative of you." I always tell everybody how appreciative I am. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Always. I'm, you know, because I never know when my last day on earth is. Nobody does. Or theirs. So I want people to know, you know, that when I was here, you were, you meant something to me. Yeah. You know, and people don't think like that. No, they don't. They're just, you know, people are just very very selfish and And i I get it the whole live in the moment type deal but at the same point too like a lot of people don't actually live in the moment they're so caught up with everything that's going on Mm -hmm. that they're not enjoying the people yeah the memories that you're making and that's your life and you only live one life yeah you know i've i've lost two you know two people to me and at they were both very young and so I know what it's like to 
lose someone close to you like that. Right. Like, so suddenly. And I'd give anything back. You know, I would to be able to, to tell them, you know, I love you or, you know, how they helped me, you know, especially Brian, which I, <clears throat> I'll tell his story really quickly. <clears throat> so I met Brian when I was 15 years old and he was like this big teddy bear. You know about Brian, right, Gary? Of course. You've told me. Yeah. And <clears throat> so he was just this, this big kid and he... Like, literally, the only way I can describe him is this. He was an angel. Like, that's... And I know everybody says that about people, but, mm -hmm. like, he was such a good human being. Like, he truly cared. You know, he was very protective of me. He saw me as his sister. And, <clears throat> you know, I graduated high school. And, you know, we kind of went our separate ways because um, he was growing up and so was I. And I didn't really talk to him and I remember I was at my like leg is shaking telling this story because mm. it's not easy it's no, really not absolutely not because it's it's been 12 years and it's still still fresh it still sucks so <clears throat> they have uh something called the Gatsby days in in Warwick Rhode Island and it's a you know it's a huge like fair and you know people walk around and I remember being with two of my friends and we're just walking around and this kid um Dustin came up to us and they were like, he was like, you know, yo, do, do you know Brian passed away? I'm like, what? And he was like, yeah, he passed away. I remember having to just walk home because I couldn't even get into someone's car. My friend Brandon was with us. I couldn't even get in his car because I was a mess. And <clears throat> I remember going to my friend Sarah's house and, and just sitting in her bedroom. Just, I was inconsolable, inconsolable. And he was only 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And he lived in Providence and, <clears throat> you know, I was able to talk to his mom about this story too. So she, she knows the background, but he worked yeah. at a liquor store and he was contemplating going to a party <clears throat> that night. And so he was like, oh, you know, why not? Why well, just go? So he went to the party and he was out on the balcony and he was leaning on the railing and it gave way and he fell from a third floor. And he laid there for about an hour until someone found him. And then he passed away at the hospital. <clears throat> so sad. Oh, I know. It's it's still hard for me. Because yeah. he was such this, this big influence in my life. Oh, absolutely. You know? And I'm still like, you know, I still talk to his brothers. I'll still talk to his mom. You know? And <clears throat> he was somebody that just did not did not belong here. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes right. any sense. Like, he was just so too good for this world. No, I understand what you're saying. So, like, you know, he has a bunch of bands that he liked, like 311, mm -hmm. um, things like that. So, every time I look at my phone or something or look at the computer and it, it's 311, it will always show up. Yeah, By the way, crazy. I don't know if I ever told you that. No. I didn't <laughs> it was one of his, like, favorite bands. So, ironically enough, um, when Edwin McCain came into town, it was on 311. Jeez. And I felt like it was just him saying. Yeah, it's a sign. <laughs> yeah, here you go. And I got front row to that show. Oh. Yeah. So, I know he's watching over me. I know he's my little guardian angel. <laughs> Not to, like, be all sad in this podcast. 
<laughs> oh, no, you're fine. You're fine. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would give anything to be able to say goodbye to him. Yeah, no, I I get that. I think it's just it's one of those things where a lot of people don't don't know what they would do. And I, I understand like people that will be like, Oh, well if I do that, you know, things are gonna be completely different and I'm not gonna be the same person because I already know stuff that's gonna happen. Like I, I understand that. Yeah. But I think, you know, going back to what we're saying, instead of being the whole um you know, money greedy situation. I think we're more of the spend time with your family because you don't know, like, or at least you know how far it's going to go. I mean, spend time with my family, just spend time with people making yeah. more memories, like more friends. But you can do that today. Oh, of course you can. Of course you, you can. You know, like, but you can't, you, you can't with the people that have gone. And I think that's, no, no, but you can do it with the people that are still here. Like, absolutely. The the risk, like everyone always, I always use this analogy because it's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It's that I use the ocean analogy where you're always putting your feet in the ocean, you know, feeling it, and you're just like staring at it, and you want to jump in, but you're too scared because it's too cold. Right. What's what's the risk? Jump in. Yeah. You know. I agree. Life is about taking chances. Life is about taking those risks. I agree. You know, saying how you truly feel or you know anything yeah anything doing anything you should take that advice thanks karen <laughs> thanks. it's just because i love you i know i know i know you do so but yeah that's it's hard for me too it's hard for yeah. me to no i i get it i, I trust me i i don't practice what i preach 100 percent of the time no well, not 100 percent of the time but like probably 30% of the time I do not practice what I preach and I should I absolutely I mean I try oh so do so do I so do I but it it doesn't always work the way I want it to (laughs) like I'll have one thing planned in my head and I'm like this is how it's gonna happen this is the way it's gonna go and then I get to that situation and I'm like okay so what's next That's why, like, I don't go into things with expectations. It's crazy. I'm, um, when I was oh, going I definitely out of Miami. Stopped. Hmm? I said, I've stopped going into things with expectations. I, you can't. Yeah. You can't. I, uh, so I was going down to, um, Miami back in July and I met yep. this guy on a plane. Wicked nice guy. Oh my God. Did he get me through so much that day because I missed <laughs> my flight? Like, <laughs> you had a awful. Rough time. I was in tears. Oh, my God. So, you know, we were talking about when you give things to people, right? Like you, you know, you give a gift or you do something sweet for somebody. Yeah. You know, and he said, your expectation is to see them smile or, you know, thank you or anything like that, right? Yeah. What was if they just took your gift and threw it in the trash? You would be like, what the fuck? Uh, I'd be heartbroken. Yeah, right? But that is your expectation. You can't do something for somebody and expect them to, you know, um, appreciate it, right? You just, you can't. You do things because you want to do them. It's true. 
I'll give you that. It's just who you are. So you shouldn't you shouldn't go things you know into things like that with expectations because that's just being selfish. Right. Well, you're not doing it actually out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing it for attention. You have a you have a hidden agenda in the sense. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So when I do things for people, it's not out of expectations. It's because I just truly want to do them. I want to maybe see a smile on someone's face because that makes me happy. Fair enough. I know. I'm weird. No, I mean, you're not weird at all. Like, that, it makes complete sense. And I completely get it, so. We went off on a tangent again. That's okay. That's that's what this whole podcast is about. I know. Is going off on tangents because we don't ever keep to it. <laughs> I know. Holy crap. Good Lord in heaven. <laughs> what a... So, obviously, you watched that little part of the movie. Let's talk about, let's talk real quick about the movie you wanted me to watch. In between? Was... Oh, no. No, I was thinking of the other, the, 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 the other one. Awake? The one where, no, Time time is Life. Oh, or... The Time with Justin yeah, Timberlake. Yeah. That's who it was. I don't know why I thought Mark Wahlberg, but yeah. I have no clue. And you put it on Snapchat, too. I know I did. I know I did. But uh, terrible. I'm, I'm so awful. this this movie is with Scarlett Johansson and Justin Timberlake. I call, I think it's called like In Time or Time something like yeah. that. And basically, his mom is poor, 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 and she's sick. And Scarlett Johansson is rich. And um, basically, the money you have is used as currency for your time in life. Yeah. So. If you have a thousand dollars, it could it could equal up to like a thousand minutes. So this woman literally had endless amounts of minutes, and Justin Timberlake did not have a lot. Yep. And he was trying to um, get time for his mom. It was an extraordinary movie. That was the one where they had like the 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 watches, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something yeah, yeah. like re- that. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah. So like what? I mean, I'd be fucked. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, like Jesus. the millionaires and billionaires would be okay, but people, middle class, lower class, yeah, we'd, we'd poverty, be fucked. nobody would be okay. It would just be rich people. Yeah. And I mean. But then it like brings out like purge. Oh, absolutely. That's the other thing with that movie. If I remember correctly, like if you kill somebody, you can like steal their time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For that's, sure. That's you can what totally it was. Steal their time. So it's like if somebody has a hundred thousand hours of time, all you have to do is go up there and slit their throat and like steal their time. Yeah, and he was trying to like rob her dad's bank. Yep. Too. So to get time for his mom. Yeah. That's ins- It's a. It's a really crazy theory. It is. It is a crazy theory. But I mean like, at the same point at the same point too though, like it makes sense. It does. Like everything in that makes sense. It's hey. just I don't know. It's crazy to think about. Like Yeah, we'd all be fucked. <laughs> uh, and, well Yeah. It be. would literally be a purge. Yeah. There I mean people would just 
I don't know. That'd be another be that's, chaos. That's another good movie to talk about. Like, where where would you be, like in a purge situation? Like, where would be the one place you're like, fuck, I need to go here. Oh, now. I already thought about this one. <laughs> because so if I if there was purge for one night, I would totally participate. Oh, and I would get people. Well, huh? I know who you'd go after. Yeah, animal. Well, let me tell my audience. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I would go after um, animal abusers. That's that's who I would go after. Oh, I thought you were going to go after somebody else, but yeah, that them too. <laughs> <laughs> them too. <laughs> no, they don't. They're not. They're not worth the blood on my hands. Yeah. They'll they'll dig their own grave. It's true. I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anybody that's that's wronged or done something really fucked up to me, I don't I don't care. Like I just. Life will not worth deal it. their cards that yeah, they've dealt to me. So, but yeah, if I was, I would totally go out and and get people that because it's so cowardly. Yeah, it's so cowardly. What would you do? Oh man, um, I think I'd probably be half and half. Mm. I think I would one make sure my family's okay mm-hmm. you know being carry the boys even my mom dad you know sisters all them like nieces nephews make sure my immediate family's okay and then i'd probably go after a couple people mm. nobody in particular just a couple <laughs> just a couple people god i, I sound nobody awful i'm, I'm not like people. this serial killer person i promise <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay in life. I promise, guys. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, I just, even if it was legal, I couldn't, because that's would stick with me. So there's no point. So I would yeah. just go after and, people. And I, I think that's a, a big thing with people that don't understand it either. Is like, you're still killing someone. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're still ending someone's life. And that's why I haven't done it yet. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> oh boy. Purge is a good, really good movie. It is. I like those movies. Series. It's a good TV series too. They have a TV series too. Yeah. I like the. You mo- didn't see the TV series? No, I like the <gasps> movie. Uh, what is it? Strangers. Strangers, yeah. Where like the two people are in the house. And then I think that was loosely based on, and I could be wrong, but then again, I'm rarely ever wrong with my crime documentaries, <laughs> but uh, the Caddyshack murders. I knew it was based on something. I just couldn't yeah. remember what it was, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it's definitely based on real life events. Yeah, so, the Caddyshack murders. I like that the, movie's creepy. Yeah. So, fun story real quick. Um, (laughs) When Carrie and I first started dating, I took her to Luray Caverns. And I was like, okay, we're going to stay in a log cabin on the top of the mountain. You know, it's going to be in the woods by ourselves. Like, it's just us. Like, it's our first first trip. Like, I'm going to ball out. (laughs) It wasn't really balling out because... The lady was like, oh, the hot tub doesn't work, so I guess I'll give you two nights for the price of half a night. And I was like, fuck yes. 
yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So I went, oh, a, this is a longer story than it needs to be. I went, got some wine, went out to Luray, which is like an hour and a half from where I live. Got the keys from the lady, went to the place, unlocked the door, set up everything that I wanted to set up, like flowers and got some wine and candles and shit like that. Drove <laughs> two hours back because yeah. it was a half hour from there. And on my way back, I got pulled over for speeding. <laughs> oh, my God. And you had candles lit? No, no, no. Like, they were like fake candles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had I had real candles set up that when I got there I could light them and it would smell okay. better and stuff like that. But no, no. Um, but back to the original story, um, when, <laughs> when we got out there, I think it was like the next morning or whatever. Uh, she's like, "It was hard for me to sleep last night," and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "It was kind of hard for me too." And she was like, "Well, <laughs> it was hard for me to sleep because it reminded me of that movie, The Strangers." <laughs> like, oh no. Like, the house setup was exactly the fucking same. And I was like, oh, oh. crap. Like, and then the next night, couldn't sleep. I stayed up all fucking <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> you tried doing something romantic and it blew up in your face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, forget it. Oh, no. I would probably <laughs> bounce, Gary. Well, the funny, no. the, the, the messed up part is so the morning we were supposed to leave i went outside and had a flat tire <laughs> like everything everything literally everything that weekend was like started from the ticket and then carrie was like um, i don't want to go anymore because it's going too late i'm like i got pulled over i can show you the ticket and we get out there and then the whole yeah it was just oh my oh. god yeah. No. Nope. That's what happens when I try to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. 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 That is I not for it. me. Yeah. It's like you know, my ex has a house up in Maine. I hated that fucking house. I hated it. Really? Yes. It's in. It's legitimately. I live in the middle of Nowhereville, mm -hmm. but people are so pretty short of clothes. Yeah. That house just. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. I don't like being in it. Like, he was like, you never want to go up to Maine, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want to be in the house. I was like, I'll get a hotel room yeah, close to the house. And he was like, no, I want you to stay in the house. I'm like, I don't want to stay in the house. Don't want like, to. Like, you that's just, there's just something about it that I did not want to stay in that house. And yeah. he was just like, oh, I don't know why you don't like it. But like, he always blamed me. Like, of course. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> And I'm just, like, trying to, like, come to a compromise. I'm like, I found a hotel 15 minutes away from the house. Yeah. What is the issue? You know, he's like, oh, that's why I never went up to Maine because he was like, dude, I don't want to stay in the freaking house. It's yeah. just so creepy. So yeah. creepy. I get it. I get it completely. Mm -mm. No, thank you. My, uh, my ex, not to go too far into it, but they owned a yurt. I don't know if you a know what? what. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a tent, but it's like a giant like building tent. Mm. And like yurts are circular instead of like squared off or, you know, teepeed. So, yep. W regardless of the fact, that's what a yurt is. Um they had land there where you could go and whatever, and I absolutely 
freaking loved it because it was in the woods. It was camping. But they had some of the most ridiculous animals coming like up to the yurt coming like just it was it was bad. <laughs> like Aww. middle of the night it was like Oh my god. Freaking just I know, it reminds me of when I was a kid I I was I went to a you can't do it anymore, but it's a campground called Camp Davis and Yep. It was huge and um I I mean have you ever been to Camp Davis? I don't think so. Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, the Boys and Girls Club doesn't. They don't do anything with it anymore. So, um, but it was le- legitimately huge, and yeah. I remember I would go for like a couple weeks at a time, you know, and stay overnight. And I just I love camping. Camping is so much fun to me. Like just waking up in the cold yeah. and like having that smell of fire still lingering, yep. and you like have someone next to you and you like get to snuggle with them. Oh, but I just love camping, like just being being out there. But I remember there was when I was a kid. I think I was like thirteen. They called a they had a story called Red Eye Pete. Yep. And Red Eye Pete would peek in the cabin. <laughs> Jeez. It was this place was huge. Like I I cannot explain. It was an Indian reservation. Yeah. So you can't even step foot in there no. now. I would love to. I would love to step foot in there just to see how good my memory is. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, I think I would too, just to kind of, obviously not there, but like places that I've been when I was younger. Mm. <sighs> I know. All right, Ash, do you have anything else to add to it? No, I am. I am good, Gary. I think we've gone on like six different tangents at this point, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's been an interesting podcast. Yeah, this one, this one's definitely one for the ages. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm in, sorry, guys. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I love this thing. <laughs> it makes us happy. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Whiskey Wine and Nonsense, and we'll see you on the flip side. The flip side. Flip side. All right. See you guys in the next one. Bye.